Deep below the city of Waterdeep lies the Endermountain, home of forgotten civilizations. Levels upon levels filled with monstrosities, madness, violence, and riches beyond belief. Home to Halister Blackcloak, the Mad Mage. Those who enter are subjected to his whims and fancies, be they boon or bane. It's one gold for the ride down. How many are lucky enough to pay to come back up? The Arcane Dice Podcast presents Dungeon Crawl, Legacy of the Mad Mage. It's that time of year again. Halloween. No, it is not Halloween. Well, it is. Close I mean, enough. I mean, it's uh, it's just as bad as that. I mean, Halloween's a horrible fucking holiday now, but no, <laughs> it's I'm talking. Hand solo fashion season. Well, that too. It goes hand in hand with what I'm talking about. Pumpkin spice. Terror. Pumpkin spice. It is that time of year where it's everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I can I make mention that um, Starbucks does have an apple crisp macchiato that is so quite tasty. Good. It's so fucking good. I was about to bring yeah. that up. So so quite that's tasty. good. I mean that's that's fighting back against the pumpkin spice. But I don't know. I, I don't know how the rest of you feel. I I personally I hate it. Yeah, I I'm hate- not a pumpkin spice fan. I hate pumpkin pie. What? Get out of here. You're no, no, no longer invited yeah. to Thanksgiving. Yeah, right? That's like fucking egregious. You're no longer family. Pumpkin pie is the trash of pies. Is, you can't say Ooh. that. I just While did. I will agree with that statement, it's still pie and I'll still eat it. <laughs> Disagree. Have some respect for your mouth. <laughs> like when it's like a deal, you're eating it like cold for breakfast. I love pumpkin pie. Mm. No. no, I yeah, once no. took... I once took a piece of pumpkin pie and then put a piece of pumpkin pie on top of it and then sandwiched it between another piece of pumpkin pie and it was a pie sandwich. Triple decker. Right. Apparently I'm going to be, I'm doing three eight hour overnight shifts at Costco making pumpkin pie just before the Thanksgiving weekend. Apparently in these 24 hours of pie making, we're going to make anywhere between 45 and 5,500 pies for just my store. Yeah, disgusting. So I can mm. see why you would hate pumpkin pie. I mean, I I do like pumpkin I'm, pie. I'm I hate the pumpkin, pumpkin spice pie. season. Like I don't think it belongs in in a coffee or a beer like, or anything like but that. But what's wrong with pumpkin spice like season? You get like one season where everybody gets it like out of their system, and really, if it makes somebody happy, who gives a fuck? It's not hurting nobody. It's hurting Dave. My body, yeah. my choice, Chase. <laughs> See, here's what? before before you know it, they're gonna make pum- they're gonna make pumpkin spice mandatory, and then what? <laughs> right, oh, that's geez. it. That's when I'm out of here. You have man. to start having these pumpkin spice passports. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had this lady who went on like a 37 minute COVID rage at me today. I'm over it. Wow. Wow. Well, see, my she problem is damn. Bad. Scamdemic, and I was like, oh, "Leave me alone!" <laughs> like, I yep. get uh, I get coffee at Seven Eleven every okay. morning, and it's good coffee. But it like most gas station whatever uh-huh. coffees, it comes out of the pouch. They pour it in, and off it goes. Right? And sometimes they don't look, or pouches get mismatched, and I end up with a flavored coffee. And that is the ultimate worst. I hate that. That is the worst thing ever. Right? You know the. That whole Dennis Leary thing with the fucking, what is that, maple syrup in your coffee? And mm. It is, I, I feel the exact same way. So, I know in pumpkin spice season, there's a chance I will get a pumpkin spice coffee. And I just, I fear it. 
I I just so you're you're pre raging before the offense is done to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, that's valid. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I know what's going to happen. It happens to me when I go to Tim Hortons and I get a tea, but they give me a coffee instead. And I usually don't find out until I'm like 10 minutes away from Tim Hortons when I crack it open to have my first sip. And I'm just like, ah, fuck, it's coffee. Right. And it, and it ruins the fucking day. Yep, sure does. I've had that happen before where I order my coffee and I drink my coffee black and they give me like a triple triple. I'm like, this is not bullshit. what I ordered. <laughs> That's what it is. It's bullshit. Do you, hey Matt, when you go to Tim's, do you still ask for a Wayne Gretzky? No. What's a Wayne Gretzky? Nine cream, nine sugar. Oh, no. I got a double double. I'm a mature adult. At that point, you might as well just buy a pop. Right? I mean, if they made like, like warm pop, I probably would during the cold seasons. You've been, uh, Unusually quiet, Raph. Oh, I'm just yeah. listening. I don't drink coffee, so. Well, but I mean, pumpkin spice, it's everywhere. But again, I don't drink coffee, and that's really the only thing that would affect me in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, so you go and get a pumpkin spice whiskey. No, that's, I don't, so that solves that problem. We have pumpkin uh, too, but like, you're not going to get that mixed up. I have pumpkin spice motor oil. I don't drink beer unless I have to. What's wrong with you? I have to every day. (laughs) I like whiskey. I like whiskey too. But would you like a pumpkin spice whiskey? No. That's. Yeah. (laughs) I bet you it's out there. It probably is. There's there's green apple, there's uh, cinnamon, there's all sorts of different flavors, but I'm not interested, so. And seeing how I can't pick up a a whiskey to go from a... (laughs) They kind of frown on that whole drinking and driving thing. But you can get... You can get delivered. (laughs) Roasted pecan flavored whiskey. Is it any good, Chase? I love that she's I talking right now and still on mute. It's great. Yeah. I've had this bottle for five years. So it's not Five good. years? <laughs> is it good or bad then? Like It is. Not my choice. <laughs> I was going to say, like, you know. I'm a whiskey kind of girl. Like, it needs to burn. And this just, like, is pecans in your sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like nuts in my nose either. Yeah. Yeah, it's right? the worst. Oh, Can't breathe. Not what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> I was young and I needed All right, let's get to crawling. You want to get to crawling? I do. I'm at my girlfriend's place and she's patiently waiting for me to finish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going long, boys. We're going long. This is the first time you've ever been able to say that she's patiently waiting for you to finish. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. Just in this context. No. As a girl, no. <laughs> she's waiting for me to finish playing by myself. I love it. Yeah. So, uh, we left off. You guys uh, just whore through some bugbears. The ass out of them. Yeah, some goblins, some bugbears, all that kind of good stuff. Uh, Just utterly amazing. Uh, Why did that cover it up? Because we went through there. Uh, And now you are you are looking through some uh, corridors. Corridors. Some, hey, they're named after me. Corridors. Some carved, uh, some carved, chewed out, uh, hacked out. Do we know what was in here? Uh, in where? That's where the uh, that's where the goblins came from. Yeah, oh. we haven't been in there yet. Oh, you haven't? Nope. Uh, that's where they came from. 
I thought Ta-da. you guys had. Yeah, but no. Yeah, no, you got some uh, some some pathways chipped through the rock uh, that uh, you kind of Hazen has poked his head around and looked at. They seem to be going in and about. What would you guys like to do? Long rest. Uh, Nema, <laughs> long rest. Nema's. Nema, long face. rest. Yeah, right. Well, if you're gonna be that kind of a killjoy. I wouldn't call it a killjoy. It's just uh, you just had a long rest. It's true. But have you ever had like one of those sleeps that was so good that as soon as you wake up from it, you want to do another one? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that happening when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So good. Every day. Every day. That's actually a sign of depression, Chase. You may want to get that looked at. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just made my peace with it. <laughs> my sign that I have to go see the doctor again. Yes. So you uh, you have uh, five foot wide, rough hewn uh, tunnels. Ooh. Definitely a change from the rest of the uh, the dungeon around you with its fine. Uh, Mason stone and and you know all that. This is definitely something that's been added. Break it down! Break it down! <laughs> or uh, you can continue on. Uh, like I said, you see the rest of the room here is. Uh, been opened up. There's uh, another hallway that runs off to the yes, southwest. Uh, uh, there's a bit of a hallway there. So yeah, lots of uh, lots of things. Can uh, I do? Sorry, go ahead. I know you. Uh, I was just going to ask Dave if I can do um, an insight check to see if I can tell what um, what hewed out that particular passage. Like, do I see like, claw marks or tool marks? Roll me investigation. Uh, just to remind you that I had done a check there on the Gricks and had a fair bit of knowledge about them. So I will have relayed that to the party as well. So. Oh, yes, that's right. There was a dead Grick on the floor, wasn't there? There was a dead Grick. That and I had done a, a check because I knew about Gricks. So I immediately started looking at the ceilings and looking for holes and crevices and such too. Okay. Right. Well, if that's already been double tapped, then... Uh... No, no, you can you can inspect that thing to see how it was hewn because I don't know if it was the Gricks that dug that. I don't remember there being any lore about them being diggers. They're, they're, they definitely live in caves and they occupy little spaces, but I don't remember there being anything specific to them digging those caves. They're just more dwellers than diggers. Got it. Oh, why did I do that? Well, my dice seem to be hot today, so I'm a roll one. And I used up all the heat, apparently. Yep. Investigation, you said? Yes. Six. Uh, you really can't tell. Uh. Hmm. I'm, uh, I'm going to make something up. Hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. I have to get Corey's voice going so I don't accidentally go. Uh, oh, don't you know. Judging by the height here and, and, uh, the rough spatial proportions that I can see, I would have to say it was uh, probably made by giant dwarves. Giant yes. dwarves. Yes. 100% certain. Yes. So is that just like people? <laughs> no, no, dear. They're giant dwarves. T- 
totally a different thing. And if you ever said that to a giant dwarf, oh, aren't you just like a big dwarf? They punch you right in your throat. Usually with an axe. But like, here's the thing, is if they're still dwarves, <laughs> would they even be able to reach my throat? Aye, but they're giants. You see. This just sounds like a regular person. You know, maybe it, it could be one of those things where you have to be there to have seen it. And then once you've seen it, you're like, oh, it's completely different. You know, it's like pumpkin spice and cinnamon. I mean, they're two totally different things. You're right, because pumpkin spice also has nutmeg. <laughs> Tune in next week where we talk more about spices. Right? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, so Corey P espouses a giant dwarf theory. Yep. <laughs> A giant dwarf theory. I think uh, uh, I think I'm gonna try and sneak down here and peek into this room. All right, that room. Hazen's right, I was gonna say that room looks like an auditorium. Stage to sing. I've got a hand on uh, Ranarat's shoulder, and I'm okay. following her with my hand. I've got my light stone is uh, closed in my fist, so it's not e eking a whole lot of light. Uh, okay, so in the uh, north end of this room, I'll put a little, yeah, a little. Draw a little thingy here. Uh, put it about there. In the north end of this room stands a 14 foot tall granite obelisk with a lidless eye carved near its top on the south facing side. So the side that you're peeking at ran around. The bottom half of the obelisk is covered with dirty, bloody handprints. And then you can kind of see that there are uh, the wide alcoves to the east and the west. Have scattered, uh, looks like goblin beds uh, made of bundled rags and torn fabric. Is there anything else in there of interest? Uh, new. No. Not really. Okay. Giant obelisk. Goblin beds. And uh, like I said, the bottom half is covered with dirty, bloody handprints. Okay. What's, uh, what down here can I see from my vantage point? Okay, so you can see that there's a hallway that goes, uh, carries on to the southwest. Okay. You can see there's a little alcove here. Oh, did we... Did we search any of yeah. those bodies? Uh, no. No. <laughs> well, I will take my time and I will search them. I will turn their pockets inside out looking for gold. Turn their pockets inside out looking for gold. Gold, eh? G old. Gee, old. All right, so you search the bodies, and uh, you come up with about 33 copper pieces amongst all. Damn. Do I, uh, do I find anything else besides the copper pieces, or that's oh, it? Just that's like, about it. like a necklace made of ears, like yeah, weird shit? weird shit. Weird goblin shit. Which probably wouldn't be weird to Ranarat, but it is to you. Well, I will take one of the nicer looking weird things and I will bring it for Ranarat. 
just in case right. they might want it. It's actually the worst of all of them because, like, goblin shit is supposed to be like super tacky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right, Ranarat. Uh, Corey brings you a uh, a necklace, a fine necklace of goblin toenails. Cool. I'm gonna bite into one, and then just throw it away. Still has all the flavor. Nice. Ah, uh, well, I I thought it would have been a nice gesture, but. Now I see it's like one of those candy necklaces. That's right. disgusting. Uh, all right, so we have the cavern passage to the east. The hallway running to the southwest. Uh, various other hallways that you walked past before. This dungeon is wide open to you guys. I want to go up to this obelisk and like see if there's any writing or anything like that. All right. Around it. Roll me, uh, roll me a perception check. Okie dokie, artichokey. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I've been rolling pretty good. I did like a test, like roll 20 roll, and I got a 20... And then on my test rolls earlier, I got like a 20, a 17, an 18. That was a fucking three. Hello, child. So clearly I spoke too soon. Clearly. Uh, no, all you can see of this obelisk is uh, it is 14 feet tall. It has a large lidless eye carved uh, into it. And there are dirty, bloody goblin handprints all around the bottom of it. Like they, so with my modifiers, it changes my roll to a five. <laughs> Does okay, that do anything? It looks like these hands have been pressed against the uh, the obelisk. Can I tell if they were willingly pressed against the obelisk? Is there like smudging or is it just like a firm, confident smack? It's like a firm, confident <gasps> smack. Like a, like a good job coming off the field smack. Yep. Ooh. Good game. Good game. Are they, are they like goblin-sized handprints or like giant dwarf-sized handprints? I don't know, Corey. I feel like you're gonna have to come over here and look too. They are. Uh, oh. Yeah. Roll me perception. I'm gonna do it. Do it then, Adaria. Ooh, it's a nineteen. Plus. You have a keener eye than me. <laughs> Plus my two. It's a twenty-one. 21. Yeah, no, looks like these have all uh, nothing other than, like like I said, the, the littlest eye. So a big, big giant mm-hmm. eye carved into the south side at the top. And those those handprints all pressed against. Hmm. As if it were like a totem or something like that. And, and you said that there's like dirty, torn blankets and rags and stuff around? In the uh, in the alcoves to the east and west. Okay, I'm uh, I'm gonna take one of those like dirty rag blankets and just like cover the eye with it. Okay, so that eye is like fourteen feet up. I that's what I said, David. It was made by giant dwarfs. Uh, so how are you gonna do this? Well, I suppose the thing I would have to use is a mage hand, I guess. Oh. Well, all right then. Yep, you mage hand that uh, that right up to the top. You cover the eye. And I will turn to Chitari and say, a girl can't be too... What's the word I'm looking for? Exposed, I suppose. Um, can't have all these eyes just looking on you whenever they wish. A lady has to retain a bit of mystery, you know? I, on the other hand, really prefer when all eyes are on me. <laughs> Strokes my mustache. Which is <laughs> still glued to my face. Oh, yes, all your mustaches. I will, I will, I will chuckle 
uh, I will look for like a, like a piece of like uh, charcoal or like burnt wood or something, and then I will draw like a bunch of like lidless eyes all over her like arms and legs. And I was like, "There you go, my dear. Now you have all of the eyes on you." <laughs> this is amazing! Thank you. I look right, so and, pretty. And in fact, I'm pretty sure that now you can never be snuck up on. I'll take it. <laughs> it, it. It doesn't do anything, but I say it very confidently. Yeah. And I believe you. Ethan. <laughs> yeah. The obelisk, you're going to investigate, or are we going down for the quarters? What's going on here? Oh, I think there's two of them investigating that. They don't need me. All right. I, they, right, we do. don't need you. Is there any light source up there at all? Did did uh, no. Corey take anything well, up with her? I think she's got uh, light cast on something, if I remember correctly. On me walking. I thought there was me, like full rave, like. Oh yes, and Chitauri has dancing lights. No, I'm not going to investigate that. Is this here? Is this a? An alcove, or is this another hallway that I can see from where we are? Uh, that looks like a uh, uncompleted tunnel. Uncompleted tunnel. How very odd. Look down there. You can see yet another a goblin. Dead goblin. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Well, that's curious because I don't remember killing that one. So I'm going to go investigate that dead goblin. Right. I'm going to get within 10 feet and just do a, f a visual inspection from there. You know, it doesn't look super dead. Right? Okay. Uh, roll me a perception oh, check. Big cartoon X or anything on it. A perception, you say. Uh, let's go with purple tonight. Hello, purple. <laughs> oh. That's not bad. A 15, and you said perception? Yep. So that's a 24. Okay, so you notice right off the bat uh, that right where you stopped walking uh, is the outlines of a pit uh, trap. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Like... Does it does it cover like all four of those five yep. foot squares in there? So it's or? a ten foot. Oh. Yeah, so it's right where you stopped. <laughs> you were lucky enough. <laughs> and the goblin is dead. Uh, do you see that? Actually, you're not supposed to see that, but yeah, the goblin is dead. <laughs> <laughs> can you see that? Yeah, it's funny. No, how you I'm see just that. saying. Yeah, that that goblin actually. I uh, was supposed to be at the bottom of a pit trap. Oh, well. I, yeah. Okay. Okay, I didn't see a goblin there, so it is. there's nothing there. Well, we're, we've we've let that cat out of the bag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Is the goblin alive or dead? It's a dead goblin. Um, can I see any mechanism, or can I search for a mechanism that releases the pit trap? Uh, roll me investigation. Investigation. Hey, hey, David. Yeah. If if the goblin is dead, would you say that it would be called a goblin? No, not on this podcast. That was uh, a stretch, and you should take psychic damage for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I rolled a seven, <laughs> but I have a. Plus nine to investigation, so it's a 16. 16. So uh, looking at this, you see it's basically going to be uh, sprung by weight. Sprung by weight. Uh, I'm going to pull out my chalk, and I'm going to draw a line, a very, very bold line, showing where this thing starts. All right. And then I'm going to pull out my 50 feet of rope. All right. And I'm going to tie it off to my knife. Huh? And I'm going to try to throw my knife into that goblin and drag him back towards me. 
Well, the, the goblin is actually underneath, so you can't okay. really... Yeah. So there's nothing there? Not really, yeah. Okay, sorry about that. I yeah, didn't realize. No, yeah, because he's supposed to be in the pit trap. You find yeah. the goblin when you fall through the pit <laughs> trap. Well, um... All right, I'm going to... I'm going to attempt to... Oh, you know what? I'm going to look around the hallway here right. for anything that I could tie a rope off to. Uh, well, there's lots of... Looking for like a pillar or... Uh, you can see like in 28, yeah, up, up by where the, uh, the caverns are. There's some broken, tipped over stone tables. Are they heavy enough to support my weight? Do I feel? Maybe. Is it like an insight or wisdom check? Mm, roll me a... <laughs> roll me a survival check. Survival? Okay. It's not great, but it's not terrible. I rolled a 14 and I've got a plus three to survival. So 17. How much do you weigh? 165 pounds. 165 pounds. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they were wedged against one of the walls or something like that, they would probably support your weight. But just uh, just by himself, uh, they would not. Can you show me where those tables are? Can you give me a uh, click? Let's put a... Burp. Uh, well, there's two corners there, but I'm going to go up and I'm going to drag that table down over here. All right. So you want to... Screeching across the floor as I do it, I'm sure. Yeah, roll me a strength check. Like, like that scene in uh, uh, in Men in Black where Will Smith drags the table. <laughs> yeah. when he's I thought to it was it was his chair. He had that big chair. Yeah. Was it the, was it the chair yeah. or was it the table? I yeah. It was it, well, it was a chair and a desk. Remember, it was attached. Yeah. yeah. And he, so then it he was had the to, giant egg chairs. Yeah, and so he, he grabbed the that, that middle, middle coffee table, table and just dragged it across the room. Yeah. 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 So you could write the a most test. Obvious solution, but uh, I rolled a sixteen, and and I do not have a plus to my strength. So oh yeah, that's uh, that's fair. That's uh, that yeah, you're able to drag the table and and uh, wedge it against the corner. And then I'm going to tie my rope off, and I will draw you a line. Right. Shape freehand. I like the freehand style. That's freehand. Why wouldn't you let me draw? Or will it let me draw? Sometimes it takes a while. So that's how my rope's going to go. That is 5, 10, 15, yeah. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Perfect. <laughs> 50. How many feet of rope do you have? 50. Okay, so if you're going all the way around the corner like that, you don't have enough rope. Ranarat, do you have any rope? Your fifty, your fifty ends there. Yeah, I have rope. I'll use some. Sorry, I was in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tie those two ends off so that I've got so that should give me like 90 feet of rope after tying it off with a good chunk left how bad do you tie knots well I tie lots <laughs> <laughs> as the old saying goes <laughs> I'm gonna give you, you're going to have 98 feet of rope Hey, don't don't you tell me how to tie my knots, Mister. If I would, I want to tie fifteen feet of knots, I'll tie fifteen feet of knots. Okay, so you've figured you got ninety feet, eh? So fifty. Yeah. Fifty-five. So you. Uh, 
85 feet. Yeah. And I'm going to uh, basically slide one foot slowly onto this thing. Is there any uh, handholds along the walls, torch sconces, nope. uh, edging? Any lips in the wall? Any? Nope. These, like I said, the uh, the walls of these uh, of these these hallways and the floor and all that are all very uh, uh, very well done. Uh, I, I I don't know what the word is. But they're they're all dressed uh, masonly. Press fit, no mortar. Well, if mortar properly, there's almost no lip either. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna pull the rope tight and just slowly step back onto this thing to see if I can get it one foot to for the spring trap to fall, the weight trap. Uh, okay, so two things are going to happen here. <laughs> You're going to fall, and now you need to roll 3d6 six times. No. First, I need you to roll me a dexterity check. Do I get advantage because I'm tied off? Uh, well, you did pull it tight. I'll let you have it at advantage. Fantastic. Uh, I rolled a 15 and a 17, and my dex bonus is a plus 3. So, uh, 17, non-natural 20. Nice. Uh, So you manage that, but you are hauling tight on this rope. So what I'm going to have you do is I need you to make two sleight of hand checks. Sleight of hand checks? Yes. Interesting. That will determine how the knot on the table sticks yeah. and determine how the knot uh, that you tied the two ropes together stick. So the first is a 14 and you said sleight of hand? Yeah. Oh, I've got a plus six to that. So that's a not natural 20. And the second yeah. one for, oh, that's a natural 20. So a 26. Okay. So this trap pops up uh, underneath your feet, right? And you're hauling on the rope. Uh, you made your dexterity check, so you're able to brace your feet against the edge uh, edge of the trap. Now you can see 30 feet down uh, is covered in spikes. Stone spikes. Uh, and then uh, again, the dead goblin. Okay. Do I see anything on the goblin? Uh, roll me perception. Perceptione. It's a 17. Plus 9. 26. 26. So you see this goblin impaled through the head by a spike. Um, as if he obviously fell through the trap. Scattered around him is a scimitar and a short bow and it looks like a quiver. Barrels. Do they look fancy or do they look goblin-y? They look very goblin-y. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna nod at Ranarat and down into the hole. Hey Ranarat, what do you think was the last thing that went through his head? <laughs> I'm just gonna back away from the pit. <laughs> You're no fun. <laughs> uh is there anything in his hands? No. No? You, uh, you tend not to like hold that. on to much when you fall down a 30-foot pit and get a uh, stone spike through your head. And I don't see anything else on the floor around him? Uh, n- no, maybe some pebbles, a little bit of rock. Do I, do I, are there any holes anywhere to escape from in there, or is it just straight tunnel? or a Straight 30-foot pit. pit. Okay. I'm going to pull myself back up on the rope and move back away from it. Right. And I'll unhook the ropes and I'll pass Ranarat back uh, hers after I untie the knots, which takes me about 10 minutes with the 15 feet of knots. All right. So there is, uh, like I said, that hallway to the uh, southwest. Uh, They are the caverns 
uh, that you first came across last week. Um, there are obviously uh, uh, that T intersection back a ways uh, b before you came into this area. Uh, uh, Hazen's going to drift over to peek down this and I'm going to toss my lightstone down that way. Down that way. All right. So you toss your lightstone down that hallway. Uh, you see uh, that it uh, carries on to the southwest and then angles sharply to the uh, southeast. I'm going to wander up here and just give the old psst, ladies, this way. And then I'm going to sneak my way down, listening as I go. All right. And so seeing how there is a pit trap right here, I'm going to be checking every 10 feet for a pit trap. All right. So, no, ladies, Corey and Chitari, you're just going to leave the giant obelisk. Well, I mean, before before I leave it, I'm I'm gonna check the the size of the bloody handprints against the size of my hand. So you're gonna press your hand against it? Yeah. I thought we agreed that that these were like regular sized people hands. Yep. Well, I am going to stand back a little bit, maybe back by this corner here, while Corey decides she's just gonna feel up this super mysterious eye obelisk. All right. You uh you press your hand against the obelisk. You got this, yep. buddy. You got this. I'm rooting for you guys. Yeah. And you hear in your head. I cast my eye into the future and see yours in a perilous descent. South of here, beyond a secret passage, awaits the two-headed king. Look to his left. There you will see the path you are destined to take. Oh, interesting. I, uh, I I remove my hand. I look at it, and I put it back on the obelisk to see if it will replay again. It does not replay. Oh, something about South, the two-headed king, uh, uh, descent, and a hidden passage. Tell you what, I will do, 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 see if this works. I'll post it into the chat. Ah, oh, damn you. Thank you. So, is Corey's hand all bloody now? Like, no, just dirty. Why, why the fuck with all the blood then? Uh, probably because. Goblins with bloody hands press them against the uh, obelisk. Okay. Right, so I pop that into the chat. Got it. Do you see the attachment issues that I have to deal with? <laughs> Never alone! Never alone. I just like being be near you. Or, you drop a lot of food when you eat. Not eating. Right now. Right now. <laughs> no. Okay. Does Corey relay this information, or? That is a good question, Corey. Do you keep it to yourself? Um, I'm still kind of, sort of, trying to figure it all out. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it to myself a couple of times, see if there's anything I can get out of it, right. and then uh, yeah, and then then I'll probably probably tell him. Fair enough. So we're not sharing. Not yet. I just had something pop into my head. I'm I'm trying to sort it all out. Always good to know. Yep. Right. I'm gonna 
speak into Corey's mind. What you doing? (laughs) Jesus fucking girl. You got to give a got to give a lady a little bit of a warning before you just suddenly pop in between her ears like that. I uh I I heard something when I when I put my hand upon that obelisk there. Like that heard something or Yeah, yeah, I would I would say like that. Yeah, it uh it was a it was a bit of a voice without everybody else hearing. It was like it was whispered just to me. Okay. <clears throat> so, was it like the thing that happened to Hazen a little while ago? I know we weren't kind of sure that that actually happened, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Plus, I, I don't we're have to believe Hazen now. I don't really know if if it was quite the same. It was more like a sort of like a voice that you hear like in the other room kind of thing and it was gotcha. uh it was something about uh them watching us and and we were we were like south of this area and then something about uh a two hood a two-headed but some sort of a monarch with like two crowns or two heads and and we we're supposed oh, to look in like uh we're supposed to look in the left. So, yeah. Does does that make does that make any sense to you? You know, I'm gonna noodle on that a little bit more, and I think you should too. And then we'll reconvene as a group. How about that? That's a good point. I mean, it's not like any of us have ever been down here before. So, I mean, none of us can claim like, oh yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. We need to go like. 42 parsecs left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it won't make any other sense to anybody else. I'm I'm going to give it a bit of a think. Gotcha. I am going to start going over towards Ranarat. All right. Off towards Ranarat. Off towards Ranrat, south of where you stand. Oh, okay. You just drop hints like that, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> that table was also south. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what are you guys, what are they, you going to continue down this uh, V-shaped hallway? I don't see why not. Or are you going to join so, the party? Corey never told us any of this thing. Well, she's well, still... I haven't caught up to you yet. She's still I mean, like Jesus 100 feet Christ. away. Give yeah. a girl a little bit of time. All right, now I see you. And I go, hey, so back there we found a, like a large black obelisk. And I had, a, I had an eye on top of it. I, I covered it, don't worry. They won't be watching our business. But anyway, uh, as I was leaving, I gave it a friendly little pat. And then the fucking thing spoke to me. And uh, and it said uh, that it's watching us and something about uh, south of here, meaning like wherever the obelisk is, I guess, uh, waits like uh, a monarch with two crowns or two heads, I suppose. And then we're supposed to look on the left side of him. Um. <laughs> There might be a path or like a, a hidden passage. I don't know. It happened once and then I, I only caught a little bit of it. And then when I tried to like play the message again, the fucking thing was all quiet and shy and shit. So that's the best I got. Yes. And that's what I thought of it too. It's a thinker, hey? Right. Do you actually give us like the wording of what it said, or are you just paraphrasing again? I, I'm just paraphrasing, because like I mean, if if you suddenly had something pop up in your head and then rip off a bunch of details like that, how much would you catch? 
All of it, because I am a performer. Right, and you didn't fucking touch it, so back the fuck off, Lady Pants. Your, your former job was as a server of a bar. Oh, no, no. she was totally just scamming people. I know, <laughs> she legit worked in a bar. That was just not her bar that she usually worked in. That's a fair point. So your, your entire job though. is to take orders from people who are, you know, I'd like 16 of these drinks, three of those, four of those, one without this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but, the, I've, but I've it's, a very, a few... it's a very small list of ingredients, though, right? Like there's only so many different types of beers and so many different types of whiskey. And then once they start like veering wildly off and then telling you about the sexual escapades of their aunt's former spouse – you stop listening, right? Uh, you only have to remember a little bit about some of the drinks. Uncle Roger. And then you see the faces, and, and that's it, right? But when I get this, like, entirely unprepared for voice that jumps in between my ears, I was a little bit shook, all right? So go fuck yourself. Roman insight check. Who? Who? Uh, <laughs> Corey. Suddenly we have owls everywhere. Who? Who, who, who? An insight check of Corey. Uh, it's a 16. 16. Uh, 16. You remember it word for word? Uh, plus, you know it was the voice of Hallister. How do I know it was the voice of Hallister? Because you've heard his voice. Okay, so... I've been running it through my head and I'll, I'll put my hand over my eyes and I'll put one arm on my hip and I'll be like, uh, it's, uh, okay, let's see what, what the fuck did he say? He said, <clears throat> he said, I cast my eye into the future and see in yours a perilous descent. South of here, beyond a secret passage waits the two headed king. Look to his left. There you will see the path you are destined to take. Or something to that effect. I I mean, fuck. It's not like I was writing it down. I don't have my apron and a pen on me. I look at uh, uh, Chitari to see if she's furiously writing this down. And silence. And silence. Chitari comes up. Focusing on writing everything. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. As soon as I see that she's like trying to write everything that I said, then I will just I'll start spouting off like a whole bunch of like nonsensical shit. And be like apples and oranges and apricots and six cups of whiskey and fairy farts and unicorn oh, horns. Don't go back into your head. Don't be like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh Jason's going to ponder over that for a few seconds. All right. Uh, And then I'm going to wander back up the hallway past the trap. Okay, so we're not going south anymore? All right. Well, I'm going to check the wall all the way along here for a hidden entrance. All right, roll your There's like, so there's, oh, we're there's, not walking into certain doom anymore. Okay. There's seven squares there. You want seven perception checks or investigations? Uh, Romy, just I'll give you Romy one. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a 19. Uh, investigation is plus nine, so 28. You don't find any secret passages. No secret passages, eh? Well, then I will go, and I'm just going to take another peek down into this. And again, I'll pick up a stone, uh, cast light on it, and drop it down into there to see if I can see anything along any of the edges of this pit at the bottom to see if there's a hidden door out of there at the bottom with the goblin. Roll me perception. Oh, that's not good. That's a four, so I think I've got a nine, so 13. Don't see any secret passages. I'm gonna in move fact, it and looks start. like that that goblin's the only thing that's been in there for quite some time. Fantastic. I'm gonna creep my way down this wall and I'm just gonna have my hand against the wall 
I'll close my eyes and just drag my fingers down at feeling for strangeness, looking for more hidden passages. Roll me perception. That's a 16, so 25. Oh, secret passages. Okay. I'm going to get to the corner here. I'd like to make a perception check around the corner to see if I see anything. All right. Or hear anything. Roll me perception. That's a natural 20, so 29. Uh, you see a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Remember, I don't have night vision, though, so I'm going more by hearing than sight. All right, you still have... Oh, you don't have light, so... so okay, well, you don't hear anything, and if you... Do you have light? Uh, your light... Oh, stone? I'll just pick up another stone. Yeah, all it's right. It's just so a cantrip, so I just... 30 feet, so you see 30 feet of hallway that uh, is normal. So just down to there, all right? Yeah. I'm going to shift and... Ranarat, do you see anything? Do I see anything? Do you go to the corner? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> You're in the kitchen again, aren't you? <laughs> no. Uh, so you go and you see that the corner of this hallway kind of goes to the southeast and then turns again back straight south. I'm going to wave Hazen forward. You just wave me forward? Yep. Yep. All right. I'm going to start creeping down, and I'm going to be, again, looking uh, against this wall hmm? for any secret hidden doorway things. Okay. Roll me perception. Uh, it's a 16, so another 25. Nope. Okay. I'm going to slowly, just following the edge of my light. Right. I see it come down, and you see the hallway turns to the south. Okay, and I'm going to peek around this corner with my... All right. Peek around the corner, and you see that it it ends in a wooden door. I'll go to the door and listen in, see if I can hear anything. All right. Uh, Roll me a perception check. Hi. Thirteen plus <clears throat> perception. Uh, so that's a fifteen total. You hear nothing. Okay, I'll crack the door open and have a peeky poo. All right. Uh, roll me. Roll me, uh, roll me a D4. Odds, it cracks left. Evens, it cracks right. Does that make sense to you? Yep. Uh, I rolled a one. A one. All right, so you crack the door open. Then it opens up into a room, and it looks like it opens into a wider room, but you can't really see too much. Look at Hazen and raise an eyebrow. <laughs> Seems like yes. we're the adventuring party, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what those two are doing. Uh, I'll give uh, Ranaret a, a nudge to slowly move forward, and I'll I'll hold my finger up to my lips to be quiet. I was told that I couldn't go into places horns ablazing anymore, so. <laughs> Right. Works for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll uh, I'll continue to open the door wide and uh, and step into the room. Okay. Uh, so you step into the room. First thing Suddenly you a notice. Thousand arrows. The first thing you notice <laughs> is a giant, thirty foot wide, floor to ceiling map carved into the west wall. The second thing you notice 
is a 10-foot square open pit in the room. Oh, what'd you do that for? And I will mark that on the map. I draw shape. Uh, how do I want to do that? I I would think that legibly would be the best bet. Legibly is always the best bet, right? There you go. There we well go. done. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and you said there there was a ten foot pit. Ten foot pit. That's where the purple squares. Uh, the west wall is a thirty foot wide uh, floor to ceiling map. Okay. What do you do? <clears throat> um, I don't know. What do you guys want to do? Well. Is the coast clear, or do you want us standing out here like a bunch of fucking trick-or-treaters? Whoa! There is no ye need to use language like that when you're talking about trick-or-treaters. <laughs> I'm just saying, dear, nobody's going to be giving us candy, and we're just standing out here like two tits in a wind. You know, that's what you think. Well, Possibility all right, for awards and praise like candy are everywhere. And four tits in the windstorm, <laughs> if you would rather. I mean, all right, now it's just me. It's just my tits in the wind. Fine, I'll come in. All right. This door over here, is it locked or closed based off of like what we can see from here? or It's a, it's a closed door. Do you step forward? Oh, it... <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh my god. Does the door swing like inwards or outwards? It is swing inward. Swings into the room? Yeah. Can I check the floor for booby traps? Roll me a perception check. <sighs> what suddenly got into you? Why don't you just go running over there, horns a blazing and all? You know, there there was this voice in the back of my head that was like, hey, do you step forward? And they sounded very excited about that. I know how you feel. I've had different voices in my head all fucking day. Okay, give me something. Give me one moment here. <laughs> it's a six. I have nothing else that I can add to that. You notice the uh, the ten foot pit? open pit in the middle of the room and the uh, 30 foot wide map on the wall. And that is it. Scooch over to the edge of the pit and have a look Alright, so Ranarat, as you step forward, your foot strikes a loose stone, sending it tumbling down the, uh, the room. And then very shortly you hear a voice thunder. You there! Answer my call and join me. On a quest for justice. Uh -oh. And it's coming from the pit. <clears throat> I'm assuming everybody else hears that as well. Uh, yes, everybody hears it. That guy be real extra. Oh, he is extra. You look into the pit? Yeah, I'm going to peek over. All right. Pit yawns in the center of the room. Its walls are as smooth as a newborn's cheeks. And at the bottom of this rubble-strewn depth stands a bloodied half-elf. So bruised is he that he's purple and green. His arm is bent at an angle never intended by his creator. An eyeball hangs by a tatter of flesh. But the elf shows no pain. 
He meets your surprise with a good eye. In the name of Joaquin, hallowed be her name. I compel you. Free me, so I may avenge my death and join her grace in the gilded afterlife. And that's where we're going to leave it for tonight. <laughs> Wait, he said he said to avenge his death? Does he already think he's dead? Wait, is he, is he not dead? I'm a little confused here. He looks pretty dead to me. Uh, if you had to hazard a guess, uh, you would say 100% dead. Interesting. Well, we will uh, delve into that next time. <laughs> my uh, my two, David, says differently. Yeah. Well, your, your two is two. wrong. <laughs> my two says.